News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR on News Talk. The economy is going to continue to grow strongly this year based on the performance of multinationals. However, rising inflation does mean that households are facing their biggest fall in living standards since 2008. That was the stark warning from the Ireland's, uh, on Ireland's economy by the ESRI yesterday. And Minister for Finance and President of Eurogroup, Pascal Donoghue, joins us now. Minister, I know you're in Brussels. What will you be saying this morning about the state of the economies across the EU? So I'm attending the meeting that's taking place uh, here in Brussels of all of the heads of government across the European Union. And every 12 weeks, myself and the president of the European Central Bank give them a presentation on what's happening in the economy in Europe and what we believe is the right and appropriate economic policy. What I'll be saying is the economy within Europe is growing, but it is growing at a slower rate than would have happened before the impact of the war and the higher rates of inflation, and that we have to take the appropriate action to help deal with the consequences of inflation, but also to continue to support economic growth. Okay. The ESRI report that was reported widely yesterday, we, you know, bad times are coming. The cost of living isn't going to be, uh, we won't have felt such a painful shock since 2008. What can be done here to counter that for ordinary people? So we're already acting to try to help. And the ESRI report did point to the difficulty due to the rising cost of living. That's so hard for so many at the moment. But it still did say that our economy would be able to grow. It did still say that we would have a very high level of employment within our economy. And there are real positives given all we've gone through in recent years. Uh, What we are doing is acting through reductions in VAT, in excise, additional payments, targeted payments for some, other payments that have been made available to all. And then when we get to the budget, we will look at further ways in which we can help as we approach a winter in which those pressures could be felt even more. Okay. We spoke to John Fitzgerald yesterday and he said that the the measures need to be extremely targeted and and he actually said that the squeezed middle need to suck it up at the moment. We're just poorer. Do you agree with that? Uh, I I respectfully don't. Uh, I believe we need to have a mixture of measures We need to have some measures that can be a benefit to all. And I would point to the excise reduction that is in place on diesel and petrol as being an example of the kind of measures that are important at the moment. But on the other hand, we also need targeted measures because those who are on lower income are feeling the difficulty the most. And that is why the government has brought in two separate payments of over €200 to help those that are at risk of fuel poverty. Okay. Um, talking about, about targeted versus, I suppose, universal measures, pay talks for the public sector. Public sector workers tend to be relatively well paid, tend to be relatively secure in their jobs uh, and have positions perhaps that uh, outstrip some of, the, those, some of those within the private sector. A 5% pay increase for public sector workers was not accepted. We're looking at inflation of 7 to 8% probably. What's going to happen? Are we going to chase inflation entirely in that sector or are you going to face them down? Uh, Well, uh, we are expecting inflation to decline as we move into 2023. And given that we are talking about our nurses, we're talking about our doctors, we're talking about our teachers, our civil servants that are really important to our society and to our economy, it is understandable that a time in which inflation is far higher than we would have expected, that all workers are looking at how their wages, (coughs) excuse me, can be changed to reflect the higher level of pricing that we have. 
But all that being said, Kira, as Minister Michael McGrath has said, we do need to get a balance right. We need to get a balance right between changing wages that can help at this difficult time, but also that still allows the money that we need to fund improvements in public services and indeed fund the changes that we need to make for all to deal with the cost of living. So the balance that we need to get right here is helping with the costs and challenges of inflation, but not adding to the inflationary risks. And that's one that all employers across the country face, including the government. Mm -hmm. And that's why these talks are so important. Do you think that a a pay increase in excess of 5% would add to inflation? Uh, I uh, think it is not appropriate for me, as somebody who supports you, Minister McGrath, in these talks, to get into discussions regarding what the figures could look like. Because in fairness, these discussions are best conducted through the Workplace Relations Commission directly rather than done over the air. The final pay restoration to the high end of the pay scale within the public sector, is that making things more difficult? Well, I believe there's a, uh, a case to be made for a measure that I know can be difficult to accept at a time in which the cost of living has gone up. And it will be up to the union representatives to decide what role that plays in the negotiations that are underway. But what we are talking about are people like consultants that are at the heart of our hospitals working well and getting down our waiting lists that are of concern to all of us at the moment. And what we have just done here, though I accept the figures are, are large in the context of all that is going on at the moment, is gone back to the wages that many of these would have had many, many, many years ago. Just briefly, a couple of other things before I let you go. Obviously, preliminary data from from the the census released yesterday. Based on population, we need probably an additional, if we stick to the constitution, 11 TDs. Is that the right move or do we need a referendum to reduce, I suppose, the ratio of of people in the electorate to TDs? Uh, uh, In order to stand by the requirement that our constitution has regarding adequate representation for our uh, country and the right number of TDs for the size of our population. If we need to increase the size of our door to do that, I believe that is the right thing to do because everybody does deserve the same level of representation. And I wouldn't support uh, a referendum to reduce the number of our TDs. Um, Whatever challenges, and I know we have many with political life, I still believe every citizen in our country is entitled to the same level of representation. And if that involves changing our doll and the size of our doll to do that, that's the case that I would make. Okay. And just lastly, before I let you go, on the front of the Irish Times this morning, uh, a story, the headline is Some Quarries Doing Side Deals, Micah, Micah Hearing Told. We're hearing that defective products, defective blocks, defective concrete is still being used potentially. The taxpayer is already on the hook here for, we're hearing, could be north of 3 billion, 3.6 billion euros to fix this. How can this be allowed to to continue to happen? Well, if that is happening, it's completely unacceptable. And part of what the government has agreed to is to look at how we can make a big change in how the regulation of raw materials like this is being delivered within our country. I'm afraid I haven't seen the, the detail of the uh, alleged supply of that raw material from those quarries. But I would expect that if that is happening, uh, our regulators and our local authorities 
will and should be acting pretty promptly in relation to okay. us. And would that, uh, should, should that be a matter for Gardaí? I mean, I'm just, I, I know you haven't seen it, so I don't mean to spring it on you, but basically a highly qualified expert has said that he is aware of at least one quarry that is still producing substandard material that is leading to serious structural damages in homes. So in the first instance, it would be a matter, I believe, for those who who are involved in regulating the materials and the standards that are needed to the delivery of homes. It should be a matter for them first. And if if this is actually happening, and look, I've I've no reason to doubt uh, or, or question the veracity of a claim that's been mm-hmm. put forward. Uh, but if it is happening, and if it is, that material is still being used to build homes, um, I would expect that either the local authority or the regulator who uh, will play a role in these matters, that it will come to a very, very quick end. This has been an extraordinary saga uh, and tale of unbelievable stress and difficulty uh, to uh, many, many families who saw a house, their home, turn into properties that were not livable in at huge cost then to the taxpayer. Minister for Finance and President of the Eurogroup, Pascal Donoghue, thank you for that indeed. News Talk Breakfast with Kira Kelly and Shane Coleman. In association with AIR. Weekday mornings at 7 on News Talk.